This program is a paid commercial announcement produced and paid for by Jacob Media Partners. No statements made during the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Radio Show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed. David Bazaar, Brent E. Lim, and Karen Bazaar of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management are licensed to offer investment advisory services through Thrive Capital Management, LLC, a Pennsylvania State-registered investment advisor. Office headquarters located in Fort Washington and offices of convenience used exclusively for client meetings in Exton, Yardley, and Cherry Hill. Now on Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, WPHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. The Thrive Retirement Roadmap Show with your hosts, David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam of Thrive Financial Services and Thrive Capital Management. They know that the road to a successful retirement is paved with consistent care and a commitment to guide the families they serve. David and Brett are co-authors of the book, Roadmap to Retirement, Navigating Your Way to Peace of Mind. The Thrive team has been recognized by Suburban Life Magazine and Philadelphia Magazine as one of the area's top wealth management firms. They've been featured in numerous publications such as the Wall Street Journal, CBS News, Fox, NBC, and ABC as well. But their greatest accomplishment yet is their ability to talk to people just like you about living out their dreams in retirement. Their phone is always open at 800-516-5861 or visit thrivefinancialservices.com. Now, here's David, Karen, and Brett, along with Joe Krause. And we begin the month of December here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome in, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on this, the last day of November. Uh, we begin the month of December. Uh, what a quick 2019 it has been, uh, David, but it's nice to be back uh, in the studio, all rested, all energized, and ready uh, to tackle what's in front of us. Joe, I actually have to uh, disagree with you. Still in a turkey coma. Okay. So all that tryptophan and all the other good stuff. But, uh, no, we are. We are excited being back in the show. I think we've got a great show lined up today. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, no doubt about that. It's that time of the year when you pull back and and you start to think about 2020 and taxes and getting ready to uh, do that. Somehow, during all of the hustle and bustle, I think it's necessary to be prepared and get ready to do it. There's so much, and and again, we keep getting the constant feedback that. You know, when people ultimately come in for that Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, um, you know, just one of the common remarks is, you know, I didn't know I was supposed to have all these conversations. You know, I thought retirement was kind of easy because it was, and I don't belittle, I mean, it was kind of easy getting there, right? I mean, you know, I had a job, I made money, I kept my expenses lower than what I made, I socked away money on a, you know, on a weekly, monthly basis into my employer-sponsored retirement plan. I supplemented it with some IRAs on, on the side. And, uh, you know, I let that money sit there for 30, 35, maybe even 40 years. Now I got this pile of money. Nobody ever really provided that playbook on how to distribute this money 
effectively from a longevity standpoint and from a taxation standpoint. So, um, you know, as we're winding up the year, Joe, like you said, there's still time to do certain things with those dollars to make sure that you are as efficient as possible when it comes time to pay those taxes. The gang's all here. We're going to cover a lot of ground. Brett, uh, when we come up after the break, as normal, you'll lead or, or you'll kick us off uh, on the other side of the break. Uh, let the audience know your direction today. Yeah, it's it's uh, crunch time. We're crunch now time, we right have now. what is the last first Sunday of the year, I guess, if you will, for December. So we got four or five weeks left till the end of the year. So we're going to talk about some tax planning strategies, some things that we can do to make ourselves uh, more tax efficient uh, for this year. We're going to talk about a real life scenario of what we uh, something we've seen. We're also going to give you a updated list of new workshops for the month of December. If you look at the calendar. Uh, there's uh, quite a few uh, workshops and opportunities uh, for the listening audience uh, to attend. And, David, I'm going to give you a chance as well. So uh, we don't often bring a special guest uh, into the studio. We will have a special guest that will be uh, with us for the entire uh, hour. I'm not sure he'll speak for the hour, but he certainly will be with us uh, to absorb and be part of Roadmap to Retirement. Yeah, Joe, you know, our goal is to really just provide that education and advocacy for people who are either, you know, a couple years out from retirement or have entered retirement. And we're very, you know, deliberate and cautious and careful about, you know, who we bring on to the radio. We want to make sure that they are, um, you know, kind of built from that same ilk in the sense that they're really focused on helping versus selling. We, um, we make that our mandate that you can't be in the sales game and be part of the Thrive Army type situation. Uh, so I met David Ripstein and um, we, um, we really hit it off and he's got some things that he's going to talk. He owns a company called S3 Living and they are um, very interesting company, very focused on something that we get a lot of conversation around. Uh, two things that people think about, you know, two different um, kind of uh, home ownership situations that people consider in retirement. One is a 55 and older communities, and they're growing by leaps and bounds today. And David and his company are specialists in that. And then number two, something we get a lot of discussion about is that people who want to consider going to what's called a continuing care retirement community. And David and his team have become literally... Um, kind of the platinum standard on people who want to get that information. So I just want to quickly introduce David to the group and uh, have him say hello. Thank you, David. Yes, hello. It's great to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. Nice to have you on the show, David. And I would venture to say without uh, actually knowing this to be 100% accurate, but I would venture to say that uh, many of us, many of the listeners on this radio station uh, in general, certainly are aware of what or are aware of 55 plus communities i don't think we know what they are right the uh the 55 plus community is really centered around an active adult community lifestyle and so there are places for the families who move to communities such as 55 plus communities to hang out in a clubhouse or have the ability to go to the pool or other activities Um, and a 55 plus community is really isolated maybe a little bit from the rest of the standard township communities that are out there but um, the 
families who move there really, really enjoy the the ability to have a community atmosphere. There's now, not a lot of isolation. It's very fun. Now, you mentioned the name of the company is S3 Living. Yes. stands for Strategic Senior Solutions. And our focus is really to help families find the right independent, active uh, community or continuing care retirement community. Um, we focus on independent living individuals who are um, looking to either move to one of those two types of communities because they don't want to be in isolation as they uh, retire, as they grow, um, as they live in their house that might have been well suited for them for the past 30 years, but now that their kids are gone or um, they don't need the extra space and they're thinking that community lifestyle is more valuable to them. Well, welcome to the largest platform in the city of Philadelphia in the Delaware Valley that speaks directly uh, to those individuals. David, we know from uh, our time on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, um, the depth of the audience and, and, and where the audience fits. Um, I think it's one of the reasons why the Thrive Army has continued to grow as you continue to educate uh, the listening base. Yeah, and we're going to continue. And a, a perfect example having David on the show, because as he started sharing with me kind of the intricacies and the different avenues that you can go made me recognize, you know, Brent and I know a lot about CR or CCRCs, but we didn't like you can negotiate and financing and all kinds. Of, and if you have somebody acting as your advocate in that process, uh, instead of going in blindly could just be such a huge advantage. And that's why we wanted to have David on today to talk uh, a couple segments. Down well, the most important word that you just uh, made in that statement is advocate. And that's what uh, Thrive Financial Services uh, continues to do on a weekly basis. Uh, David Reepstein, nice to have you, Thank you. Uh, with us for the full hour as we get ready to go into the first commercial break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Two workshops coming up December 3rd at the Haverford Township Community and Environmental Center, and then across the bridge in New Jersey, a lot of traction over in the Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel area. December 4th, we'll be at the Mount Laurel Library. Go to thrivefinancialservices.com. We'll get to our first commercial break. Don't, don't worry, Karen Bazaar is here, and she will join us a little bit later on in the program. Back in a moment. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help kids in need stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats' Facebook page. Join Hair Cuttery Helping Cradles to Crayons meet their need of 12,000 kids' coats. Happy Holidays. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT, David Reepstein is our special guest from S3 Living, He will join us coming up at the bottom of the hour, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, uh, and, of course, Brett Elam, who will kick us off and kick this uh, segment off. My good friend, how are you, sir? I'm doing awesome, man. Yeah. Fantastic. You know what everybody needs a good dose of for tomorrow, especially us Eagles fans? The Miami Dolphins. Yes, how about it? Right? Now, I hope that's not an omen for what <laughs> yeah. could happen, but we need to hit one heck of a run here to see if we got a playoff push. Uh, it will be us. a very, very difficult, uh, difficult month of December should anything occur in Miami that does not start with a W uh, when that game ends tomorrow. Yeah, I'm right there with you, my friend. But uh, yeah, I'm glad to be on tonight. Um, I guess today, pardon me, this morning, um, look outside. Sometimes when we walk in here, I think it's the night because it's so early in here, but uh, it, it is the morning. 
But uh, we, it's crunch time. We've got a couple weeks left to the end of the year. And something that we've made comments on, and, and uh, again, we get the opportunity to see uh, it's increasing, Krause. Um, you're going to find in, te- in December we're actually expanding from eight workshops to now ten. So uh, the Thrive Army, we're spreading our, our wings a little bit further. Um, so we're starting to see more and more and more people. Um, coming in as part of that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. And one thing that I want to make sure that our audience is conscious of and that they're aware of are these things called qualified charitable distribution, something that's called a, um, a QCD is a nickname. And let me explain what this one is. And I want to try and hone in on just this today. So Krause, you can kind of keep me in my, uh, in my queue so I can kind of stay in my lane. But I met with um, a couple. So when we talk about QCDs, it, you have to be eligible, required minimum distribution age, um, even if you have an inherited IRA. So that's going to be the age of 70 and a half. And again, today we're sticking with the uh, actionable and not the political. So gang, please listen up. Uh, David, Karen, myself, we've been talking about this thing called the SECURE Act coming into play here over the past really six to nine months, and it's under Congress review right now. It's already passed, passed the House. Remember, the SECURE Act is the law that's going to take uh, required minimum distributions from the age of 70 and a half out to the age of 72. But please, 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 please understand what it's going to force is your beneficiaries will have to exhaust what is in the IRA within 10 years and not their life expectancy. Okay, that's a big deal, gang. Um, so pay particular attention to that thing that's called big, the Secure Act. That's a big change. Oh my gosh, Krause. Again, when people say, "Hey, how's the government ever going to get themselves out of this bind?" It's rules like this that people you feel good about it on the surface because it's not going to affect you or your spouse, but it's really going to hit your beneficiaries hard. So. Um, talking about Mr. Marty Ruby, when we had his workshop um, a couple months ago, along with we're sharing his software with a lot of people, uh, part of the Thrive Army coming in as part of that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap review. People are, you should see the eyes widening, Krause, as to how big these taxes are going to be on the required minimum distributions. And gang, they're not going to get better. They're only going to get worse. So here's a scenario. We had a couple. They were both collecting pension, both collecting Social Security. And they were still itemizing. Again, it's one of the things that we chatted about during um, our workshops is a lot of these big changes that happened to the tax code um, under President Trump. Again, 2018 being year one, we're almost at the end of year two. And again, remember, this is the new normal through the year 2025, whereas the uh, involvement of changes substantially to deductions. When we talk about deductions and credits, we're going to talk about deductions. So most people were still, well, not most, but 30% of filers were still itemizing back in the year 2017, where estimates are, again, we just had everyone finish their 2018 returns just a couple of weeks ago with all the extensions that were out there, is now estimates are only 6% of people are itemizing. And again, some of those drastic changes, you still have the ability to itemize your health care. Remember, state and local income plus your property taxes used to be an unlimited amount, now capped at $10,000. Remember, we speak about home equity loans and lines of credits, no longer able to write off that interest, only your mortgage, okay? Um, charitable contributions, still able to itemize those. And then pretty much for most, for all intents and purposes, everything else is pretty much kind of off the table. Um, so we had seen a couple that their income on the tax return in retirement, required minimum distributions, um, their pensions, their social securities, and a little bit of interest income was approximately about um, 
Let me look it up here. $187,000, Krause. Okay? So $187,000 is what was reported on box number seven on the tax return. Okay? So what that has meant, if you're a regular listener, that means you're going to be you're being affected by these things called these Medicare surcharges. Okay? So we continued, and again, this is one of the analysis, and one of the things that the planning team and the advisory team does here at Thrive is we dig into those tax returns that people give to us. Again, we don't need your social security number, but we need to see the tax return to look at all the other numbers that were on there. And this is what we uncovered. They were in the marginal tax rate. They were uh, in the heart of the 22% bracket. Okay? So whether they took one last dollar or waited to take one last dollar, they were going to continue to be in that 22% bracket. But what we had seen on the tax return was that while they were still itemizing, their itemizations came to a little bit more than $30,000, okay? They didn't have any mortgage interest, okay? So that was nothing there. Between their state and local and property taxes, they were both retired, so there were no state and local taxes in the state of Pennsylvania. They didn't have any um, uh, investment income that was coming on the tax return from that year. They had a little bit of money from property taxes. They had a little bit of money coming from health care. But what we had seen was a $20,000 contribution to a nonprofit. So I'm talking about if we're making a donation to a church, a synagogue, the SPCA, the Wounded Warriors, Vietnam Veterans, Purple Heart, any of these things that would qualify as a charitable contribution, we had seen that on the tax return. Now, if you are over the age of 65 in the calendar year of 2019, we should know that our standard deduction, again, if you're under 65, is 24400 but both of them being over the age of 65, they pick up an additional $1,300 per person, meaning if they weren't itemizing at all, their standard deduction would have been $27,000, okay? Combined. Combined. That's it, because they weren't itemizing. So that would have been on box number eight on the tax return, Okay. So that would affect what we call as their modified adjusted gross income. Okay? That would be after their deductions that are out there. Okay? Now, what's important, that was after their deduction. So it took them from, uh, call it one, I think we said 187, looking at it here, down to 157. So inevitably, that's what they're paying taxes on. The issue is this. When they look at Medicare surcharges, okay? when they look at Medicare surcharges, Krause, they don't look at it after that subtraction. They look at it before the subtraction. So we were looking at $187,000, which is well above that 17000 or pardon me, that 170000 which puts them into that higher um, effective tax rate. So th- this is as simple as it was. We made the recommendation to them was moving forward. You can no longer take your required minimum distribution and simply just write a check to whoever it is you're going to give the money to. Okay, that's what typically most people do. I get all my money's in, pension, social security, required minimum distributions. I write a check out of my checking account. I feel good about that contribution and I itemize it. But that wasn't the most tax efficient way to get what they needed to get done, done. What we had recommended was all future years, you need to contact your custodian, Vanguard, Fidelity, whoever it is, TD Ameritrade, and you tell them that you want to participate in a QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. And what you do, for example, I'm going to send it to the SPCA, is you're telling Vanguard, please some, cut a check. So let's say your requirement on distribution is $40,000. 
you can do a QCD up to $100,000 per year. Okay, they weren't going to do $100,000. They were well below that. But because they had taken what we had recommended was take that 20 from the 40. Don't show the whole 40. What happens is on line 4A on your tax return, inserts that whole amount. And then what happens is on line 4B, that $20,000 contribution, now it's being written straight from Vanguard to the SPCA. We write on line 4B the, the letters QCD, letting the IRS know what you had done for that year. And what happens is what happens in line 4B is 20000 less. That's in 4A. But now when we go to add up all those numbers of that $20,000 contribution, miraculously, it took them to $167,000. What had happened was they actually still got, remember they were itemizing 30000 in taxes. Instead... They're going to still get to $27,000, $3,000 less, okay? But they're still getting that contribution, that charity uh, credit. But now they're taking that $20,000 straight off the top line income of what was one eighty-seven, now down to one sixty-seven. okay? Now they're, they're even getting that much more money that they're not paying taxes on. And now it's almost another $17,000 they're not paying taxes on. And this is what's also important, Krause is they're not paying Medicare surcharges now also. So it's almost a double. Again, double dipping is terrible in the veggie tray when we can save taxes in two different ways by doing one thing, just simply reporting in a different spot. These are the things. I mean, it's a perfect example of the only thing that changed was an understanding of what to do. That's it. Day in and day out, when people come in, again, we're now seeing upwards of 40 or 50 people on a weekly basis coming in for that complimentary Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review. We put the time and the effort in of everything that we talk about here on the show and at these workshops and say, how does that apply to you? And how, now that a new normal has been discovered, is what do we now need to do that we've been doing differently all these different years? And that's, gang, 1-800-516-5861. These are the things that we talk about of sharing with people. How can I save money from a tax-efficient standpoint in retirement? It's crunch time, gang. we got five more weeks to bring that one home. Really good stuff, Brad. And again, QCD is Qualified Charitable Distribution. All right, well done. Great stuff on that opening segment. If you want to go back and listen to, re-listen to uh, the segment, you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com, scroll down to the middle of the page, click on the media tab, and you'll be able to listen to the podcast of uh, this morning's show. We'll get to a commercial break on the other side. Karen Bazaar now with us uh, in the studio, uh, along with David Bazaar, and our special guest, David Reebstein, is with us as well. Back in a moment. Back here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Welcome back, everyone, to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. As Brett mentioned in that uh, opening segment, uh, or his segment of the program, 10, 10 workshops are scheduled for the month of December, uh, the 3rd and 4th, but then there are eight more to go, so you can go to thrivefinancialservices.com and you will get a list Uh, with the location. You can click on the details tab uh, and you'll get everything you need to know. More importantly, they're complimentary. Uh, They are chuck filled with information. And as Brett said, I think the word that we'll use for the rest of the month uh, on this program, at least, is crunch time. 
it is crunch time. So very good job uh, from Brett Elam. David Reebstein, our special guest, uh, sitting in with us. And I hope that you're uh, enjoying your uh, visit to the uh, studio. And I hope you're enjoying uh, being part of the show. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here. Thank you. It's going great. Absolutely. First time on the radio. Yeah. Well, you, you know, very exciting. I like it's your first time on the radio. Well done. Thank you. Uh, let's get into S3 Living, uh, just uh, for the benefit of those picking up the show 15 minutes into the program. Um, give me a short synopsis, David. Sure. S3 Living, what does it mean? Strategic Senior Solutions. We help uh, families find the right independent living situation for them as they transition from their home to either an active adult community, a 55-plus community, or a continuing care retirement community. Um, known as a CCRC. So we can represent those families in that transaction where they're buying into a 55 plus or they're buying into a CCRC. And then we can also represent them to list their home when they sell their house. What's the formula? What's the makeup? Uh, I'm 60 years old. My kids are, are, are through college or they're about to be through college. And then I want to consider a 55 as, as an option. Sure. So you're our customers are really in the mindset of um, they're, they've decided their home is too, isn't appropriate for them anymore and they want a community lifestyle and they are thinking, um, do I need care with that? Is it um, something that I want without care um, for higher levels of care in the future? What do I, I want to do? And, and what happens is um, they feel you know, stressed or a little bit uncomfortable with how to make that decision. And our goal is to really help them and advocate for them in terms of understanding what the marketplace is that is out there for independent living um, and then try to find the right community for them. We represent them in that process. And, and hopefully um, what we found is that once somebody moves into one of these communities, they really thrive. They really find um, that they are able to be a part of a community that really suits them and, and life goes swimmingly. Look, goes great. David, let me ask you, because it sounds as I listen. David B. David B. is fine. Okay. David okay. Bazaar, let me ask you, as I, as I listen, process the information uh, that I'm hearing, I don't know if this is an accurate statement, but it certainly would sound to me that as you are talking with the client, this question would come up more often than not. It yes. comes up every time. Yeah. So part of, you know, part of our due diligence and getting to know people who come in for the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, one of our questions in that first appointment is, what's your intention relate, you know, related to your existing home? Right? So this is a house you've lived in a long time. Do you plan on staying? Or are you considering some type of a move? Downsize, 55 and older community. And quite frankly, we hear very often that people are looking to find out more information related to these continuing care retirement communities. And maybe David could spend a couple minutes explaining what that is. Sure. So it's actually interesting. They were actually started in the greater Philadelphia area. Continuing care retirement community is one where there is, a, as it says, a continuum of care. So you move into the community um, as an independent living person. You're driving your car. Some people are even still going to work. Um, and you live in your home or your apartment at the community. Um, and as you age, if you ever need higher levels of care, those levels of care are available. And that's personal care or assisted living or even nursing. Um, and what, what it really is convenient for the family is that, you know, they're not necessarily have to move to a different location. They can get the care at the community. Um, and, and 
what we found is that there's a big sense of relief once people move in, that they're, that they're settled, that they're among people that are um, like-minded, that have the same interests, same activities, um, and they feel really comfortable, and they, they really begin to thrive um, in, that, in that setting. What's, what's difficult or what's complicated is that at a CCRC, there's a lot of different ways in which you can move in vis-a-vis the contract um, and what, what different communities offer, how they offer it, what the, um, how you pay for it is very intricate and almost unique to every community. Every, every community almost has their own way of doing it. Um, and what we can do is really help understand that and then pick the right type of contract, the right type of um, entrance fee community versus not an entrance fee community or rental um, or have um, what type of contract you want to get, whether it's a type A, B, or modified contract, and then how we plug into refundability of that entrance fee. There's a lot of different buzzwords that I'm using that people get overwhelmed with, and, and we help them understand that and then really help to make a good decision um, based on their interests. Yeah, well, good yeah, Chuck. I was going to say, let me throw a scenario out. I'm s- my home is worth $650,000. I don't have a mortgage. I've, I've reached a point in my life where I feel as though uh, either the home's too big or my kids have moved away. Um, but don't, don't want to maintain it? Don't want the property? Don't, don't want to do that. But I'm sitting there. I don't have a mortgage on the property. I'm, I don't have debt. Um, so I'm kind of comfortable in there, although I really don't want to be there. I'm willing to stick it out. Is that... An example of a starting point for you in terms of sure a, somebody like me, if that scenario applies. Yeah, it's it's certain. A lot of our customers are um, debt free in their home, and they are cons- they they recognize that their home is not really the best place for them. It, it might be isolating. It might um, cause them to feel um, not part of of the community. Um, and then they they can use that money, that equity in their home, to pay an entrance fee at a continuing care retirement community. And a lot, we find that a lot of people do that. So David, you know, I guess over the years, just like anything else, there's been kind of misperceptions about quote unquote retirement community. Like my mom told me if I ever put her in a nursing home, right. you know, it's over for me. And this is, you know, 15 years ago. So maybe speak to that and get people educated up that what's happening today is very different than what happened in the past. Certainly the, uh, from the industry of retirement community has a lot of different meanings. Senior living buzzwords, they're, they're, they're not so clear. So a, a, a continuing care retirement community, you're moving in as an independent living individual or family, and you are able, you're able to drive, you're, um, you're going to a lot of different programs that are put on by the community. There's activities such as all kinds of social clubs. There's, um, swimming there's um all kinds of uh pickleball there's a lot of different activities that are senior specific um and people love it people really don't find really find themselves um engaged re-engaged with with life and they they're comfortable and it makes it makes living uh, a much more um an easier situation yeah that's great so you know one of the things that i'd like to get into joe in the next segment because there's a lot a lot of education on this. Oh my God! Right? So, there's so much. I, I was ready to. I was just about to ask him. Does he do? Does he do complimentary workshops on a weekly basis? I mean, there's not a lot, yet, but we there, should. There, there's a lot there. Yeah, it's it's very similar to kind of how we're handling our business. So that's why there was a connection when we met with David. So, 
you know, I'd like to spend some time going through some specifics, some, a couple different examples. He had mentioned different contracts. So people tend to avoid what they don't understand. These may be wonderful solutions, again, because they've changed dramatically. And the one word David's been saying consistently, uh, no pun intended, is that people end up thriving in this. And I can see that. I see people who retire, maybe don't have a lot to do. They stay in their houses. They become kind of couch potatoes. And getting reintroduced to, quote unquote, a community may be fantastic and actually I know statistically they've shown that yeah. it extends people's lives. So uh, we want to talk more about this. We'll do that after the break here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Back in a moment. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans in need stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook and join Martin Law, the law firm for workers, to help those who served. Have a happy holiday. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, as we come to you on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, kicking off the month of December with a special guest joining us for uh, the full hour, David Reepstein, S3 Living. David is uh, the president. He is with us, along with David Bazaar, Brett Elam, and Karen Bazaar. The last time Karen was in the studio, she was up on her soapbox, and we were all listening uh, intently. Karen, ye, uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome uh, to you as well. Thank you. So, David, I have a question for you. One of the things that people are concerned about when we meet with them is the fact that they don't have some don't have long-term health care or they can't keep up with their premiums and they're looking for alternatives. So do you find when you speak with people for the first time, do a majority people, is this take, taking place of long-term health care? Are there options out there? It, it can be. So in, in a continuing care retirement community, there's several types of contracts. A, a type A contract is a life care contract. It's actually regulated by the Department of Insurance for Pennsylvania and most states. Um, and what it's, it can replace a long-term care insurance product because what the community's promise to the individuals is that if you move in, your monthly fee will never go up regarding, regardless of what type of care you uh, have. Um, and that's really reassuring um, to people who might be um, uh, nervous about mm-hmm. uh, future care. Um, so sometimes it replaces long-term care insurance. There's another type of contract known as a type C contract. It's a fee-for-service contract. And if you have long-term care insurance, then you might be more suited for a type C fee-for-service con- community because your long-term care insurance will then reimburse you for the care that you get when you need it, if you need it at higher levels of care. And, and we have um, uh, uh, some very good uh, information on our website at s3living.com. Um, you can click our uh, video or, um, or ask a question. We can set up a consultation uh, free, free of charge so that we can really explain all of these details for you. That's good to know. Yeah, so if, okay, so somebody's starting to consider. They, they've come to the conclusion, the maintenance, the real estate taxes, you know, the whole nine yards is just too much at this point. Yep. And uh, I, I want to make my life simpler. Yeah. So what, okay, I want to do that. What's the next step with you guys? So the next step is for us to come and meet with you in your home. We do a free home visit where we can really take almost an assessment of what your goals are, what your, um, what your problems are, what you're, what you're considering. And then um, we can digest that and offer 
um, the, the three or four different communities um, that might be out there that might be appropriate, whether it's a CCRC or a 55 plus community. Um, and then we represent the family member in that transaction. So in the industry, there's a lot of people who, there are a lot of companies out there that are lead generation and really just supplying leads to CCRCs. We're very different from that. We're really representing the family who is thinking of moving to a community and we can advocate for them in that transaction. And, and what's really good is that the, that somebody's sitting on our side of the table when they're talking to the marketing director or the community director at the CCRC so that we can ask the right questions on behalf of our clients. We can make sure that they understand the, the lingo, what's happening, what, what the offering really is, and then make sure that that's the best scenario for the family. So if I, so if I walked into one of these communities, sat with the marketing director... Yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't know. Right. Right. You don't know what you don't know. And, and, and the marketing directors are great. They're, they're really trying to understand, they're really trying to advocate for their community and for the lifestyle as well. But they say stuff that people don't understand. And the people who, and our customers don't necessarily know what questions to ask. They don't know that, you know, there might be an option. There might be different options. There might be more than one or two units that are available. There might be more um, different ways in which they can move in based on the contracts and that kind of thing. So it's really, it's really we find our, our customers really have a value that we can provide. Back to roadmap to retirement. We know we're going to live longer. We know we're going to need to understand the SECURE Act and what that means. And then all of these different th- educational thing that we come to know on a weekly basis on this show does your model fit into this david i think it certainly does from a from an education perspective we're we're trying to make sure that everybody knows the options that are out there from a senior living perspective independent living perspective and i think it meshes well with thrive financial and the fact that when i've sat in your seminars i learned so much about what tax retirement is about how um the different uh vehicles that are out there to understand yeah sit in my chair man i can't tell you how much i've learned uh, <laughs> exactly. over the over the last uh, over the last few years yeah yeah so how can people get in touch with you david uh it my phone number is uh s is eight six six eight four six six two seven two or uh s3living.com okay so people can give you a call yep they can set up a complimentary consultation absolutely you'll go visit them at their home to give them that free assessment find out what their needs are and then help them start pointing in a direction of whether it's a 55 plus or possibly one of the continuing care communities exactly and and it's a free consultation we're really trying to understand what their goals are what the family's goals are and how we can be a a, a help to them and if somebody wanted to you know their goal was two years from now Right. Let's say they're in their mid to late sixties. When should they engage? It's it's a great question. The um, our, our, the the time it takes to make this decision is a long time, and we're fully comfortable waiting and understanding and educating um, throughout the process. So the sooner the better, so that so some options don't get foreclosed. In other words, you know, it might be appropriate today to go to a 55 plus community, but in a couple of years, it might be, make more sense to be at a CCRC. And we can evaluate that through the, through that time. Cause I got to imagine that's a big question in itself, right? Do, it, exactly. Do I want to move twice? Right. Um, and, and you'll be able to help people through that. We, 
can help people through that from the perspective of if I go to a 55 plus community and I need care in the future, how am I going to handle that care? And if we can answer, if we give a really good answer to that question, then a 55 plus community might be really great. But if you don't have a good answer to that question, then the moving twice scenario occurs and that gets frustrating. Nobody wants to move twice. Moving is very difficult. So then maybe they might be more appropriate for a CCR. So David, I have another question. Um, so for some of these communities, are there actually waiting lists to get in? I know you have to start a little bit, you have to start thinking about it and planning for it, but you can't just expect to go in, meet with them. It's a great question. There are waiting lists for, um, there are waiting lists at a lot of communities, and then there are also waiting lists for specific units within a given community. So depending on what apartment type or what home you would like, there might be a waiting list for that at Community A, but it also at Community A, there might be availability in different types of units. So it depends on you know, what your needs are, what you're looking for, but the earlier the better from the perspective of if you wanted to be in a community that only had, and you wanted a specific unit and there was a wait list, it might take six months, eight, you know, eight months, maybe even longer than that right. to get to the place that you exactly wanted. And if you're on the wait list, then you'll get a call and timing could be really perfect. And you have to be ready to, as soon as they call you. There, there's a 60, 90 day um, turnaround that the community would really like. So one, it's one of the things that we can offer or be, um, at, we can advocate for is really to extend that time or, or negotiate a little bit of what that really means. Um, but and people don't know that. So that's where we can add value. Got it. And then we were talking about long-term care a little bit. Is there, there's in-home care. Is that kind of, is it like uh, levels? So, yes. So in-home care is sort of, um, most of it is Mm -hmm. non-medical and you can have your in-home care in your independent living uh, unit um, before you need higher levels of care. Thank you. Yeah. and, And this is a process, right? That... If somebody wants to use, and I think it's going to become much more popular as time goes on and people are aging. And in addition, I just read an article this week, I don't remember the exact number, but something like 20 million baby boomer homes are going to be attempted to be sold to people who don't really want to buy them, right? So there may be this glut that if people are considering this, this is time to jump on the bandwagon earlier versus later. Something to consider. Yeah, there there will be uh, a oversupply of those homes, and and younger people who would generally be buying those homes are not interested. As you they said, they want communities. Yeah, they right? want communities. They want, they want smaller apartments. All that yeah. kind of stuff today. Brett, I remember the Marty Ruby um, seminar where he asked everybody in the room uh, how many people in the room have thought about long term care, and not very many hands went up at all. As a matter of fact. Marty's hand uh, right. didn't go up. I don't know whether this is an alternative or not, but at least it's a good con- at least it's a good conversation. It, it can be an alternative to long term care, but it's certainly um, an education process. All right, good stuff. Our special guest, David Reebstein, S three Living, uh, the president, uh, joining us. Um, and boy, I do hope you do come back. I mean, David, I feel as though. Uh, David R. David B. I feel as though David R. Um, is a good fit for the Thrive Army in terms of I've got to believe as Brett gives his example as you meet clients I've got to believe these questions come up. Oh, they do a lot of the times. A lot of times, yes. right? Mm-hmm. All right. Closing remarks, Brett. To you, thirty seconds. Crunch time. 
Crunch okay. time, crunch time, crunch time. Gang, don't be uh, a tax procrastinator, be a tax planner. We really got to understand everything we have at our disposal. We got a month left to make these critical tax decisions. Good stuff. Karen, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. you jumping in and being a part of the show. Uh, David, give you last word. Yeah, I just think uh, take advantage of us by coming in and getting one of the complimentary consultations. Find out what the conversation needs to be. What questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking, right? Let us give you that information, get you set up for a very, very successful retirement. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Special thanks to our uh, guest, David Reebstein from S3 Living. On behalf of David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam, I'm Joe Krause. See you next time, everybody. Thanks for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Kraus at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and in no way represents the views of WPHT or its management.